Welcome to the Next Level Soul podcast, where we ask the big questions about life. Why are we here? Is this all there is? What is my soul's mission? We attempt to answer those questions and more by bringing you raw and inspiring conversations with some of the most fascinating and thought-provoking guests on the planet today. I am your host, Alex Ferrari. I've always wanted to help the audience take their soul to the next level, so I've partnered with Mind Valley and other amazing free courses on spirituality, mind, body, soul, longevity, wealth, and so much more. All you need to do is go to nextlevelsoul.com forward slash free. Disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the guest and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the show, its host, or any of the companies they represent. Now, I want you guys to get ready for a life-changing conversation. We have on the show channeler Ruth Russo-Clothier, and Ruth channels the Ascended Masters. And when I say the Ascended Masters, I'm talking about Ascended Masters that you and I know, Jesus, Yogananda, Baba G, and many more. The profound things that were coming out of her mouth in this channeling, live channeling session took my breath away. So without any further ado, let's dive in. I'd like to welcome to the show, Ruth Russo Clothier. How are you doing, Ruth? Hi, Alex. And thank you for letting me come on. I am so excited. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much. I'm excited to talk to you because not only have you had a fairly interesting life, uh, to say the (laughs) least, uh, in regards to your near-death experiences and and spiritual experiences you've had, but yes. also your channeling abilities and who you're channeling and the messages that are coming through your channels is pretty remarkable. So we're going to start at the beginning, literally at the beginning, like a few months old, apparently, is when this started with you. Uh, can you tell me about your first near-death experience? I had a death experience at 16 months old, and I had radiation put onto my spine. They did it back in the late 40s, early 50s. They would put just radiation right on the spot that they wanted to go to. And I went over. I, they knew. Um, they revived me. Uh, and when I did, I went home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honest to goodness, it was, it never, ever, ever left. Never. It just was there in my heart. Um, just the love that I felt. And when I came back, the rest of my childhood was. I didn't ride a bicycle until I was 13 years old. Uh, I had heart problems. There was scar tissue from the radiation. And so there was complications. And I was in and out of the hospital about six times. But let me ask you, though, because so, I've never had a 16-month-old near-death experience before. Obviously, you haven't had a lot of life experience at that point. You weren't even very conscious mm-hmm. at that point. So were you more soul at that point or yeah. more connected to soul than you were to human, uh, the human experience? I would, from my experience of working with the masters right now and and learning, um, I would have to say yes. You know, if you asked me that 10 years ago, I'd probably say, I don't know. (laughs) But I would have to say yes. It never left, Alex, because the problems that I had as a child, there were so many of them, we won't get into any of them, but the problems that I had, I always knew where to go and ask for help. And, and I don't know if I asked for help as much as I touched that energy again. 
And I knew from being a young child that I, I could, everyone can do this. I thought, you know, I went to Catholic school. I was, I was a Catholic. And I just thought that when the priest said things about the devil and all that, it was very confusing to me. You know, I, I never understood it. So I would have to say yes, but you can, even if that happens, you can lose it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like if you go through trauma and everything, I had to learn how, how to navigate with it. So when was your second near-death experience? My second near-death experience was when I was 20 years old. I was seven months pregnant for my son. I went to a cardiologist's office for electrocardiogram, and I, I had a cardiac arrest on the table. The gynecologist felt as though that that was from um, the baby cutting off the main artery, but because of my heart history, there was five cardiologists in the hospital greeting me because they put me through every x-ray. They thought that I was going to die that night. They had the priest came out to give me last rites and they had the whole operating room ready to take the baby. And uh, when I had this, I went over to make a long story short, I went over. And at that point, I, I felt love beyond anything. I even greeted my son's spirit and I, and I was told to, to make this really short, I was told that I could go back, but if I went back, I would have to recite the word love because I touched love beyond anything and I never forgot it. And if, if I would repeat the word, just the word love and do breath work, that it would, I was shown where it would go and the baby would be born and everything would be fine. If I went into fear, which was very easy for me to get into because they had the operating ready room ready. My parents came in thinking I was going to die because the priest had just come in and I asked the priest to leave because I wasn't planning on dying. And I said the word love 50 million times all night long. And I just breathed. They rolled me over every 15 minutes because they that's what the uh, gynecologist wanted to make sure the baby was all right. But they had me all in all monitors, IV for five days and seven days in the hospital. They were convinced that it was not going to work. So when you were on the other when you were on the other side, what did you see, or was it only a feeling? Well, no, I. Well, you have to understand. One part of me was staying with the baby. I mean, I wouldn't leave it. But there was another consciousness that went over, and I, I met some of the ones that. I channel now again, and they um, they just they gave me that information so that when I came back that I could I could take that and utilize it. So it was really like we learn with with meditation where you use breath work and you just sit in quietness. It was not feeding the fear because the fear was outrageous. I mean, they were convinced. I mean, they were talking out in the desk about it, and I could hear them. You know, she won't make it through the night um all this kind of stuff so but all i learned from that alex was that the power of the word love and it never ever ever left and it's still the main part of our book is the human heart and and love well let me ask you this then all right so you said you met a few of the ascended uh masters that you mm -hmm. channel now can you just for the audience who were they and, and how that, do they how do they present themselves to it you was, it was jesus that i recognized on um, the mother aspect, probably in a couple different ways. One was Mother Mary. Um, and, and just uh, all these other energies, which I didn't recognize them. I knew nothing because I was a Catholic. Sure. I didn't have 
idea, none whatsoever. So after that, you know, it was uh, two months later, the baby was born and, and he was perfectly fine and everything was wonderful. That's great. All right. So then let me ask you, when was your third near, seriously, um, seriously, you have to stop with the near death experiences. It's getting, it's insane. <laughs> No, it's nuts. <laughs> but I'd like to share something with you that brought sound, first started with sound. Please. I was just into a wheelchair. I had many problems. I dragged a leg, everything. My son had asked me to go down to a potluck, and um, we brought my daughters. I had, you know, four children, and my boys were older, my daughters were young. And we got into the car, and he said, would you please sing this, sing Om Namah Shivaya with me? I didn't know what old Mahasivaya was. I had no idea. You know, he said, well, mom, it's God within. And he kind of knew me, you know. And so he says, he said, you'll love it. So we started singing. We were harmonizing all the way down, 45 minutes to get there. Got out of the car and I had no pain. My legs walked perfectly. So that set me on a destiny to find out what sound was. And no one around knew. So I was getting information from them. So it's been, it's been a journey with sound human heart, breath work ever since those. So my third death experience, Alex. Now, is this, was, is, um, is, this, is this before your spiritual experience that you had the downloads or after the spiritual experience you had the downloads? I, I was already getting information before this third death experience. I was with a center that was called the Herm Human Heart Institute. Mm -hmm. And I was the teacher I channeled and, you know, I was the one that led the meditations. So, um, I was already channeling at that time. I was verbally channeling in 1991. So it was it was interesting when I went over, I had taken an antibiotic for a UTI. I had chronic bladder infections. And so I took it. I had been allergic to antibiotics before, so. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. And of course, I, I got a terrible allergic reaction. And I, I went over and as I went over, I heard sound. And it filled the whole universe and then came back with all harmonics and the, embraced the earth and then went back up again. And I went, wow. So anyway, I, I was greeted by all the masters that I that I channel that I know right now, but then there are so many more that are in the group. So they showed me what's happening now. And I was stunned, Alex. I mean, I'm sitting there going, whoa, okay, guys, why am I seeing this? And so then I went on a journey to see what would, how things would come about. Not that I retained everything when I came back, Alex, I'm not saying that. It was, um, it's been a process for me to learn it when they would give it forth. But they, they showed me that, they showed me all of this and then it didn't happen. And that was 1993, right? It didn't happen. Right. And right. then in 2020, and December 30th, I was sitting in meditation and all of a sudden I saw and I felt everything I had felt in that death experience in detail. And I said, why am I seeing this now? And they said, because this is now. I sat there with tears. I, I, I thought, what are you talking about? I thought it wasn't gonna come about. I thought it was with ease, 
you know, we kind of went through all this (laughs) and we already went through it. And, um, and they said no. And then from that day forward, we've been putting through advanced meditations and going into more depth and, and writing more. So, so, so the, the things that they showed you, what did they actually show you? Like what was going to happen in the world, like the pandemic, all this kind of stuff? It was, it was people dying. Um, I would see hospitals. Um, I saw fires. I saw floods. I, it was just earthquakes, tornadoes, and, and then arguments. Just I'm not one that's very heavy into um, all of what's going on in the world and the news, mm-hmm. but I got to see the, the chaos that was going on. And it and it frightened the living daylights out of me. It really, really did. I mean, I thought, why are you showing me this? And they said, because it's time. It's time to get out, and it's time to for people to understand that there's hope, that there's actually beauty going to happen. And it and it depends on what what they told me, and I guess they could tell it to you better than I could, but what I got explained to me is that we were going to go through this time, but at the same exact time, there's this whole energy coming off from the earth, just blessing the earth, because we're supposed to be rising in consciousness. And it's a mass thing. And they said, no matter, they told me, no matter who you are, no matter what past lives you've had, no matter what, everyone is equal. And you are exactly what we are. You just don't know it. And, you know, that's, you know, I still bow, but, <laughs> you know, to them, but, you know, you, you, you have to understand that they are, they've lived here. And most of them, all the ones that um, I'm really putting forth with a book, I think, now I'm not sure if they're mixed with other ones, have all lived on this earth. They all know what it's like. They've all experienced it. They've taught in ashrams, they've taught in different places. They've walked as regular people. And, you know, they've come in many times to really see the human race in the third dimensional reality. They showed me that we were going back to something that we had forgotten. That the earth at one time was balanced and that it was free of, of emotion, of negative emotion. So we were regaining, you know, when a baby is born, Alex, and how they have innocence and their eyes sparkle Mm -hmm. and and they they see everything as beauty. Well, that's what their message was, is we are like that. We we are we are that innocence. We are that 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 part of us that our that whole essence remembers. We just have forgotten it. So. So so then you were saying that there was a time that the earth was balanced. Are we saying that that time was with humans as well on the planet? Yes. That was a long, 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 not in history. I don't think we'll ever find it because it was another vibrational frequency. It was higher than it is now. So we've digressed into the third dimensional reality. Interesting. Interesting. And then now we're starting to go back up to yes. that to that vibration. Well, that's the reason why these conversations are happening now and you're not being burned at the stake. I would say <laughs> that's basically because again in 91 and 92, these conversations weren't public. Oh no, 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 no. And this information was really more, you know, word of mouth, and people really had to be seeking 
these kind of books, like books of like Seth's books and, 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 you know, these other channels and Edgar Casey and those kind of messages, because it just was not around. Was no, and I was like, closeted. I mean, I, I had an ex-husband that, you know, well, don't tell anyone. Now I would like you to write down something for me, but uh -huh. anyone about what you can do. Oh, really? So he would tap into you, but he's like, don't say anything. But what are the lottery ticket numbers? <laughs> yes. No, I didn't give information. I know. I, I'm joking. I'm joking. But, you know, it's just it, it's just it's just interesting because back then I was a full conscious, you know, full channel and we had a group and I would travel different places, you know, even in, you know, 2000, you know, I, I traveled all over to Alaska and, and worked with people in, in physical therapy offices with sound and then I would channel and it was accepted by a, by different groups of people. You but know, small, but small, small groups. It wasn't definitely in the yeah. mainstream. Well, I met PMH Atwater at a science symposium, sure. and I had talked to her on the phone because someone said you have to call her because you know, I had my third one. I never admitted that I had the other two, mm -hmm. and I didn't know. And so I met her, and she put her arms around me, and she said, "Honey," <laughs> I said, "What? What?" And she said, you've had multiple death experiences and so many experiences. You better sit down and meditate and ask. <laughs> she's so and wonderful. She's so wonderful. She's wonderful. I gave, I was not booked for a lecture and my table, I had called them and they said, yes, Ruth, we have someone that, that we have a, we have a booth for you. You can put your book and you can put your music there. And I said, okay, we arrived Alex and it was right in front of the big doors that opened up. And then they would come out and they'd say, Ruth, could you just leave the booth with your husband and come in and give a talk? And I said, sure. So, you know, it was accepted back there, you know, with the science symposiums and, you know, there was Drumvolo and, you know, I met Cryon one time when I was just starting out. I didn't even want to talk to him. I, so I said, you have to go talk to him. I shook his hand and a crowd of people came and I went, I'm out the door. <laughs> So I've got to I've got to contact him sometime and say no I would really like to meet you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lee's also wonderful. Lee's also a wonderful, mm -hmm. uh, wonderful channel. So um, there was a did you have there was a a spiritual experience we used this, that I read somewhere in your that they came you were surrounded in light and uh, they came in to talk to you in a room or something like that. I, I read that in your bio. Is that is that incorrect? This is oh, none, yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking about. <clears throat> yes, I almost forgot about that one. <laughs> that one was between my two death experiences. Okay. Um, my ex-husband at the time was very much looking into everything. I mean, he was, you know, it was every Christianity, every Buddhism. He turned gray if he meditated. And so, you know, it's just, and he left for meditation class and my son went to Aikido. And so I brought the girls up to put them to bed and I was sitting in the bed nursing and all of a sudden, and the only one that could ever describe this is PMH Atwater. I don't understand it. It was like someone took the roof off the house. But I was completely alive, nursing. I mean, I knew, I mean, they must have planned it because I knew I was right there and I didn't leave the room. And this phenomenal energy came and said to me, you will bring the um human heart the sacred heart into humanity and have them understand that the heart is much more expansive 
and in the future, people will get to understand it. So it was how the heart, I'm not a scientist, I have no idea what they were talking about. And they said, you will bring this into the world. And this was before my second death and the third death experience. And I went, who do you think you're talking to? I'm sitting there going, are you crazy? And so uh, I said, can I, can I go to an ashram then? Can I go and learn? No. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. I've never gone anywhere to study, you know, and and so it it's just it was remarkable. And my husband came home and I told him and he said, oh, great, I go and meditate all my life and you sit there in this great, big, wonderful. And it was like all I can say to you is some of them had come in the room and I do think one of them was Jesus and he was sitting on the bed. But this voice came through and it was like this. This positively glorious revelational voice. I mean, it just in there went, my dear, <laughs> you know, and it was just beautiful. My whole body was radiating and I'm just sitting there going and I've never forgotten it. And then all of a sudden it closed up and that was it. Wow. So it was to bring wow. the Christ energy, the, the, the heart energy into the world is really what it was. And that there would be a time where people would understand. Well, let me, okay. let me ask you this, because you said you were closeted at one point. When you finally came out of the closet, what was that like for you? It was glorious. <laughs> <laughs> you have to understand, I was really confined for about 20 years. Okay. You know, and, um, and no one, I mean, how was I going to tell anybody? It just, you know, it wasn't. But I did do writings. I did, I did, I did hear you know, so it guided me in my life and really trained me. Um, but the the way I got out was it was my husband wanted to move out west. We were in New England. And he said, if you love me, you will go. The house had been on the market for a solid year and nothing sold. So I was taking a walk with my daughters in the stroller. And I just said, okay, if this is meant to be, because you have to understand, I was already hearing them. I said, and I was already writing. I was automatic handwriting. I said, if this is really meant for me, let the house sell. The house sold at eight o'clock the next morning. And I went, oh my God, what have I done? You know, now I've got, and so, you know, we moved out to South Dakota. Of course, now I know because my husband, Daniel, was also brought to South Dakota about the same time as I was. And we met after Paul walked out and, you know, so I started, yes, so I started, um, I'm just going to say this to you because I know that a lot of people and then we will get right to them because I really like you to hear them. Um, I was, I was automatic handwriting and doing health reviews and I don't know, meeting with people and having sessions with them. And this person said to me, they said, you can learn to be a trans channel. Mm -hmm. He said, you know, I think I think this would be very good for you because your hands going to fall off. And so I said, I said, Okay, well, tell me about it. You know, you have to understand I could hear spirit. they were in my room. Okay, I mean, you know, so I got on the phone with him and he said, I want you to invoke and let them come in and completely give away your body and get the heck out of the way. And it's going to take you six months to a year to do that. And I was frosting a cake for my daughter's birthday. And all of a sudden, 
the divine mother's energy comes and she says, you never give your body away, my dear. You rise your consciousness to your higher self. And I said, well, that's not, this is what I felt from her, right? I said, okay. So he was pushing me, he was pushing me. And so I breathed in and I completely centered. And all of a sudden, this energy came over me that went, and I went, and I burst out laughing. It was absolute ecstasy of joy. I was standing there going, oh my God. And I'm standing there and he's on the phone. He said, Ruth, are you all right? And I said, oh, I'm better than all right, honey. <laughs> so, and so I was shown that I already could do it is really what it boiled down to. And so I hung up the phone and within 15 minutes, he was half an hour away. He made it to my house, walked in my front door without knocking and said, are you all right? I wanted to check on you. I said, I'm wonderful. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's been, um, so anyway, that's how channeling, you know, vocal channeling, trans channeling came to me. Well, do you, do you think that they would like to talk to us today? <laughs> and they, they said to me, I had asked them, I said, you know, you have to open some doorway somewhere if you really want to get this out there, because I'm living out in the country and I, you know, of course it was a pandemic and I'm going, what are we going to do? I don't know what to do. And so I had seen you with PMH. I wanted to go over and listen to her and because uh, she's just such a delightful person. Love and her. so I, I, I listened to that and I saw all these people that were channels and they, I said, oh my goodness. And they said, did you not ask? <laughs> so you were guided to me. You were guided to me to be on the show, <laughs> to get this message out into the world, which by the way, is what happens with many of the, my guests. Uh, they're trying to reach and get this message out to a, a mass audience. And that's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. It's wonderful, Alex. And I thank you. Of um, course. I thank you as I, well. I channel with my eyes open. Okay. And the reason that I do is because we've written this whole book. There's five books in this. Mm -hmm. And I wondered why they wanted it in a loose leaf notebook, but I found out after that now they're bringing in the fifth volume into the first volume. And I would have had to rewrite the whole thing and have published. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, um, so I do keep my eyes open. Okay. Have any other questions for me before I leave? Uh, no. So you you will go into into your trance. They will talk, and then you don't come in and out, right? So because every channel is different. Once you're in, they're in, and then when we say goodbye, you come back in. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You know. Okay. That's what they'll do. <laughs> and and do you know who will be coming through? Will they announce themselves, or should I ask for somebody or anything like that? Would you like to ask for someone? Oh, I mean, you said you you speak to the ascended master. So, uh, Jesus is you know he Jesus has really great marketing, so everybody knows who who Jesus is. Um, yes. But one of my favorite ascended masters is uh, Paramahansa Yogananda, uh, as you know, the image behind me here, the painting behind me there. I love Mr. Yogananda. Yes, of course, Paramahansa, um, uh, Saint Germain, all of the. I would really love. If Yogananda would come through and and speak, and then as we have this conversation, will others come in and out depending on the question? Will they? Okay. They will. They will just move. In. They will just move in and out. They, um, you know, it's it's, and I never know with the question who will who will be the one that answers it. So 
Okay. They're a riot. They're right. <laughs> well, I am I am I am ready for you, my dear. Namaste. Namaste. It is a pleasure. It is a pleasure to speak to you as well. Are you are you uh, Mr. Paranza Yogananda? Yes, I am. Um thank you for writing your book autobiography of a yogi. It is it is it is well, a seminal part for me. Yes, and now we've brought it into a um a living thing out into the world. That's that's what this project has been. There's been many of us that have come together to put it out to the world that any religion, it doesn't matter because we're in a, a space and time right now where the earth is rising in frequency. It's giving off different vibrational frequencies. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, all the teachings is good, but how can we put it out to all dominations? So there's a whole group of everything here. It's everything. Do you have anything that you would like to say to the audience to start with? I would have to say what what I taught back when I was alive. And the reason they really pulled me in was because I was the last one that's in this group that 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 was here in a very hard time. And so um, in and my training, along with many other ones, was with the human heart is with that breath work and centering and allowing the mind to quiet. And that is a very important thing right now with the earth, the way it is with thought and fear and chaos going on. Uh, you know, everybody wanted it to go back to normal, but the normal will be a, and everyone's going to say this that comes in, a blessed time because it is from from someone who does meditate alex we'll be right back after a word from our sponsor and now back to the show when you when you sit and you feel that energy what do you experience what is it that you can explain that you experience I, I connect to a deeper power. For me in my specific meditation practice, I feel like I'm connecting to you, to uh, the members of your group, to a higher power of, of peace and love. My awareness is opened. The more I meditate, the more my awareness becomes wider and not so narrow and allows me to see the world in a very different light. And I I've wondered and fast, been fascinated by Ascended Masters and their ability to transcend, to become self-realized and the process of becoming self-realized. And the more I've studied you and Jesus and other of the Ascended Masters, I realize that you all walk the same path. You all go through these steps to widen the view to the point where you could see who's behind the curtain and go, oh, this is how this all works. I have to share this yes. with everybody. That's, if that answers your question. That answers my question wonderfully. Thank you very much. It is, if you can imagine, and I know there's so many people, so many of them that want to put pieces. So they're saying, wait, wait, that's going to be us. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm telling you that the, 
the breath work and, and the heart, and everyone is going to touch on that, and even the Divine Mother wants to speak. So it's, you know, you, you must understand that within, within your body has everything that it needs, and that's what we told her when she went over for her death experience. Everything you need is already there. But the earth had been held in a certain frequency. So if you can just imagine, and I'm going to be shoved out in a couple minutes, um, if you can just imagine it, all this, all this energy there for you, and and everybody, they're going to start noticing it, and it's already there. It's just opening to the fact that you understand different parts of your thought process and what the ego has been and what it's going to develop into now and then how it's going to progress and the soul will open further so your name of your podcast is wonderful because that is exactly what is going to have transpire so it is a pleasure and i know we'll get together again and speak in you know alex i just um thank you so much for inviting me to talk thank and you it the world is, the earth is waiting for all of you. That's the, that's the thing I would like to say. Her hands are out and she's saying, let's take this ride. So I'm okay. going to, greetings to you. I am, I guess she calls me mother. <laughs> uh, it's, I'm going to take a few minutes and then I'm going to, uh, you know, everybody's pushing the door right now. So I just would like to, enhance what or to build upon what Yogananda did not get used to get done with speaking that's what I would say you know it's um within within your heart within the cells of your body have all this memory you must under understand that it has everything you know and and it's so it's reawakening to something that already has all the components to walk back into it. That's the beauty of it, my dear. That is the absolute beauty of what is happening right now. Even with everything around that you see, and many times in very hard times, and I was also Jesus's mother and went through the, the whole thing of his life and losing it. And you can imagine what that was felt like. And so when I look at the world right now, I say, we do have hard times. And this one is one of the worst right now for a lot of people that have lost their homes and, and different things that have happened to them. But I guess what I would say to you is that there is hope and to each day to appreciate your life. And when appreciation is brought into the heart, when love is brought into the heart, there's nothing stronger. And group consciousness can create something. So I'm going to let the next one come through. Please. Thank you. Thank you for letting us come, Alex. This is wonderful. Of course. You do have to, you do have to realize this. And I am Jesus. And it's, there is a, there has been a drive in all of us when we've come back into embodiment because we have, and some people don't recognize us. It's, there is such a 
a beauty within the human body. There is so much that the body can grow into, like, like what both of them said. Can you imagine going out in the yard and someone tells you there's a treasure out in the yard and you're digging in the, and you're digging up the whole backyard to find this one little treasure of, of something in the yard? And all of a sudden you find it. But you've put time into finding it. You've actually put time into digging up the dirt, looking for it, knowing it was put there. And it's this beautiful treasure. And all of a sudden you put it in your hand and you realize that all that work was worth it. What do you have when, when you get done with appreciation? Not with my arms are sore, not that my legs hurt, not that you know, my shoulders are bothering me. You actually see that all your work was for something. And that's what I would like to leave you with today. I'd like you to realize that every single thing that you put into your life to live that will better you as a real person, to be able to let go of the fears and feel that time that you're in prayer, meditation, whatever it might be, that you are feeling something, pay attention to that. It's almost like the earth touches you every day. Look at the trees. Look at the things that are sparkling. See that there is difference. I am Kathumi. Thank you. I'm St. Francis at the same time. We do the two together. Um, it's... It's interesting because our, our lifetimes were so different. Um, it's to all of you and to you, Alex, I, I just have to say that it is so wonderful. And I thank you. Thank you. Again, thank you. for doing this. It is, it is time that the world finds out what's really happening. And, and it's time to walk that walk. And I, in the lifetime of San Francis, absolutely loved the birds and the butterflies. And that was a true story. That part was true. Some of it has been exaggerated, but um, that was a true story. And, um, and I also learned the, the um, how should I put it, walking two roads. Walking the road that wanted to live in that lifetime to put forth Jesus's word again. And I walked out of my family and went out into the adventure of the world and ended up, you know, you know my story. But it was walking two different worlds because I couldn't live the, the world that I had been brought up in. I just could not, I could not watch what was going on I did have a death experience when I came back from the crusade. And so I did experience the truth. And so, but it's no different than now. And no one has to die to find this out. Do you understand? 
we, we sit here and we listen to death experiences. What for? What for? What are they for? They're here to show us that there's something beyond. They're here to show us that everyone is an individual. They're all different, right? And they, and they move forward into their gain of what they need. But there's going to become a time on this earth where the uniting of consciousness is already happening. And the Father is going to talk about that. They're, they're, the uniting of consciousness is already happening. And that's why your fear base is so full of fear. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. And I know it because of what I experienced in those two lifetimes and many more that nobody knows about. It's, it, it, you know, you must understand that, that all of you are going to grow to be teachers to others. It's, there's so much glory, I guess that's what I say. So I don't know what your time frame is, so I will let the Father come back. Come in sure. now, all right? All right. Sure. Sure. Greetings to you. And I think thank you too. Um, do you have any questions for us? Um, well, first of all, I don't no, have no. a time, I don't have a time frame, so we can talk right. for a while, so don't worry about that. Um one of my main questions I have for you is how long has humanity been on this earth in one way shape or form your way shape or form is a is a beautiful question because you have you have history that's going to be dug up i mean you're going to see that that what has been known on this earth let's put it that way is going to be known for so long you're going to find artifacts you're going to find different things that are going to show civilizations you know that there was lemario you know that there was you know you, you know all of that but there's no way that you're going to find it in a higher dimensional reality until you get there does that make sense to you it does it does the planet is very old, but it was it started up here, and then it went down because of wanting stories, because of wanting choice, because of life that would be lived in a certain way. And I would recommend that you go onto her website, Alex, and you listen to a couple of the channelings that are on there. And it would, you know, you would get a lot more information and then we could talk again. But it's this, this earth has been around for so long, Alex, and there's no way to put it in time frame because sometimes it never, there was not time. Mm. Do you understand? It was still an earth. It was still as it is now, but it didn't live in the same field of energy. Does that make sense? Does that, did that? It makes, it makes sense. It makes sense. Because I think when Ruth was saying earlier about us, we were many, 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 many years before <clears throat> at a higher vibration than we are now that we dropped mm -hmm. down and now we're trying to go back up to it. Is that part of the yugas? Is that the cycle 
that we go through where we are higher, then we go down, and then we come back to the higher, and we're like on our way back up? Is that what Yukteswa talked about? In your logical mind, that is the way you will figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> In the logical brain, obviously, yes. <laughs> and it's true. It, yes, yes. In the logical mind. We have a you know different perception than you do with it, but it's just it's it's glorious what's happening right now. And you know, I guess what I would like to say to you is that this time right now is so precious. If you get lost in all of the things that are happening in the world right now, you'll miss out on so much. You'll miss out on, you'll be, okay, say there's the third dimensional reality, all right? And there's the fourth, and everybody's talking about it, and there's the fifth, all right? And what if, what if you're moving, but you're still very much like the earth the way it is, or you're fearful, or you're dependent on it to be the third dimensional reality? I guess what I'm saying to you is if you would trust to learn that one word of trust and that one word of appreciation and give the allowance to see what's happening because it's all around you. Well, let me ask you a question about the Ascended Masters. As you were saying, going up and down between the third, fourth, and fifth dimension, when an Ascended Master who's incarnated finds finally self-realized completely is mm -hmm. enlightened is they are still based here in the third yeah. dimension mm -hmm. but they kind of go up to the fifth and higher dimensions and come back down go up and go down is that correct yeah. <laughs> they go higher they, that, can but be in, they can be in two dimensions at one time and, and that's what you would find the third dimensional reality is what your what your feet are on. Mm -hmm. It's still living in the third dimensional reality. Your soul and your spirit are gradually moving and and fluctuating between that this reality and higher realities. And that's that's when I don't know if you've this one these two had experienced it, and other people have been calling there. I just lost a couple hours. <laughs> And, you know, so it, it's that time frame. You didn't really lose it, but you, you, were, you were moving into different, different vibrational frequencies. And so what mother always says, and I will say it for her because she didn't get to say it, you have to exercise your heart. It's like when you do breath work, it's not work. It's not sitting there, okay, mind, shut up. <laughs> you know, it is exercising the breath work. And that's what this one does with sound exercises the breath work with vibrational frequency so you you exercise that part of you that moves and and you start being able to to enjoy the the growth that you're having i'm not saying that people don't need to meditate but once you learn how to meditate you need to like what you have mentioned earlier because i did hear you you have to learn how to walk it into life to bring it into every step of your life, every breath, everything, so that you're 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 visualizing through a centered reality, not 
not through the chaos. You see the chaos. If you if you if you watched if you watched a a person who was ascended and they they came into embodiment and they're teaching, they see everything. There is sorrow at times. I, you know, if someone dies or, you know, you know that from the writings of Yogananda. It it, it he had he had grief. Um, those things are there, but you learn to do it with the with the two together. Mm-hmm. So it's not that we're saying put blinders on, don't look at anything. We're saying if if each person would give out and say love six times in every hour, you would be amazed on what would happen. Mm. Just repeat the word love as often as possible. As often as possible, repeat the word love. Love is not a definition. Love is a fluent movement. So which means if you're standing there and you are looking and you are everything around you seems to be crazy, then use your breath work, use a positive affirmation, use the word love. And what if, if everyone would do that, or as many people as possible, this energy would go out. And you are a collective, you're you're moving into unity more than you think you are. That's why we're able to speak right now. Do you understand? I do. We are moving into a higher frequency of reality. So the more that you give out your love, the more that you even just say that word and 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 you just trust, you understand, and you give allowances. Mm-hmm. What will start transpiring is that it will go out to others and then others will grasp it. And you know that's what all the great teachers have taught anyway. So can I ask you in regards to the great teachers like a Maharashi or, or a Yogananda, there is an energy, a field around them that they can make mm-hmm. as small or as big as they want. And mm-hmm. when you're in that field, you are in utter bliss. This is what I've read. This is what I've studied. I've spoken to people who are with the Maharaji uh, and, 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 they, and, and other yogis that they just, feel they don't want to leave they're almost intoxicated by it uh is this true what is that what is that energy we'll be right back after a word from our sponsor and now back to the show that energy is all right in in human embodiment right now most of mankind is living within three energy fields you're living, you're living in the basic three energy fields. And that is your daily life. The fourth is another protective shield. And the fifth starts entering into the souls, the soul levels. Mm-hmm. And so you are within the third dimensional reality, dominantly living within the first three. With the fourth as a protective shield, almost like a shell. All right. So once you master, and that's what I would say, start mastering your thoughts, feelings, your direction of energy, what you think, how you feel. It's not hard. You know, you think, oh, I've got to go to a national for seven years, you know. 
it, it's not hard right now because the energy of the earth is changing, but it is something that can be done. And so when that starts, when that starts melting away, that shield that is around you, that protective shield, when that starts melting away, then it goes gradually. It can't go real fast. I mean, it can right now, but you would want it, you know, you'd have to stay balanced with it when it leaves. But that's when the ego meets, ego comes in and it meets the spirit and it just realizes that the backpack, it can be let go of. You don't need all of the things that it's remembered for the third dimensional reality. How to handle a fear? Well, I have sorrow. I cry. I hit a pillow. You know, um, you know that type of thing. It's it's that your energy fields start growing. So that's that's what a lot of us on the planet right now are trying to teach is how that transpires. How not teach, but allow you to experience it. That is a much better way of putting it. Um, Does that? It make, it's a beautiful answer. Thank you so much for that. Is there something or advice you can give for people who are wanting to walk the path of enlightenment or self-realization? Could you explain that question a little bit in more depth? So if you want to walk the path of a Yogananda, if you want to walk the path of a Jesus and want to get to mm -hmm. that level of understanding and awareness in this lifetime, what can people mm -hmm. do to open themselves up to that? Um, you know, for me to say this, it, it would sound that I'm promoting this one, but we have all put forth this book mm -hmm. and it does work. There are other people putting through things that do work also, Alex, I'm, uh, you know, but this one has been put forth to be able to walk into the world and to be able to see what is going on, to change yourself if you're willing to to not have resistance over change. Um, it's, she, she went through the whole thing. She's learned it, you know, read it many times and has listened to everything that we've said. And one day we asked her, we said, what, what's your core word that holds you on to? Um, what's your core word of negative? And she thought, okay, well, it's not fear. Um, she breathed into it and she said, I don't trust. And she couldn't believe it because she trusts everything, everything. And she said, what is this? And we looked at her and we said, what don't you trust in? She said, human embodiment, the earth, being here. There was a core in her of lack of trust. And as soon as she broke through that, you came on, this, <laughs> on the internet. So <laughs> it's just, it's, it's amazing because what you have to do is to have your eyes open enough. Like she didn't, if she did not, all right, when she found music that she could walk, it was with, it was with the chant of Om Namah Shivaya. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. she realized at that time that if she had not listened, she didn't have a voice. She couldn't sing. She couldn't carry a tune. Mm -hmm. She didn't know music. So that, those are the things that come to people. You get given the gifts. But are you willing to take the challenge to find out what they are? Like Jesus said, with digging, digging up, you know, the precious um, thing in, in the, wherever he was in the yard. <laughs> <laughs> the treasure, I guess it was. I love his stories. So anyway, it's, 
I guess that that's what I would say. It's here if people are interested um, and we would be channeling and stuff, but I'm sure that there's other people that do have things too. And everyone is a little bit different. So, is, but you know, you have to understand. Yes, go ahead. Say, no, no, ask. I was going to, no, please go ahead. Go ahead. There is, there's no perfect foundation of spiritualism. It is for some people and you can bring it with you, but I guess what people are teaching out right now, I think they're getting into it more, is that you have to learn to be consciously aware. Mm -hmm. You can take your own spirituality and keep on moving with it because it's good. So anyway, what is was there, your question? Is there any other... Uh, ascended masters who would like to come in and speak. I can feel this one going, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I am Babaji. She just met she's I've we've I've always been with her. She never knew who I was. She had my book on her on her shelf like she had Yokananda's for 25 years. <laughs> and uh and I I said to her, I said um and I said, why don't you go on your shelf? And so she did. She went on her, on her bookshelf and uh, she said, no, you're not. And she, he said, why don't you look at it and see if I am? So anyway, it's it's been a long haul here. And she didn't expect me to come in. I haven't really channeled through her very much, except for information for the book. But she didn't know who I was. So anyway, do you have any question for me? Oh, Babaji, I have many questions for you. Um, as you can see, <laughs> as you can see, I have your statue here. I have another statue of you over there. Um, you, along with They're Yogananda. They're going, who's over here that wants to go in? And I'm going. <laughs> so do you, so the, the legends of you uh, still being alive, uh, walking through the Himalayas, the the master of masters, the teachers of teachers. Um, anytime I've asked a channel about you, they would say, "Oh, he is he is the master. He is he is the, he's he's the oldest of us." Um, is this true? And are you still? I I know you could be at multiple places at the same time, um, as Yogananda spoke about in, in his book. But is this true? And and why do you stay here, if that is true? I would like to ask the um, answer the last one, and that is, is it true? Um, many of us come back and forth. Jesus is on the earth a lot, and nobody is aware of it. Um, in the Himalayan mountains, people would know it. They would see me. You know, they could see that, that essence. Out in the world, um, it sometimes... You know, out in the regular world, people wouldn't even notice us. But yes, we do come back. And and the reason is, is to, well, we love the earth. And it kind of, um, being in her body, I get teary-eyed about it. We love the earth. And we would love to see it go back to what it was. And I guess that's what all of our messages are to people. You can do this. There is nothing holding anyone back. And you can do this. So we would like to not have to walk up alone. <laughs> and all of you, all of you can, you know, 
you can walk out of karma and is karma real oh that's another whole subject um it's yes i do i do walk the earth and not just there and do you, and how do we overcome karma because that is a, a topic that so many would love to know their own karma all right what she was told at her last death experience and what we've explained and what we have talked about often is that karma base is based on a lower dimensional reality we'll be right back after a word from our sponsor and now back to the show so if that is why when jesus greeted her at her death experience he said anyone can do this anyone it doesn't matter who you are or what you've been this is going what's going to happen and so she came back from her death experience and she had a group of people and she said jesus said we could do exactly what he did <laughs> well you know where that went <clears throat> so but right now i'm saying it i'm gonna say it. You can do as we have. And the, because the earth is rising back up in frequency to allow karma to dissipate. As I leave your presence right now, I would really like to say to you that what I said before, and if every single person could definitely feel within their heart the love for this earth, this whole thing would rise up and move fantastically so i'm going to bid you goodbye and let her come back in and god bless you and thank you alex thank you babaji ruth are you back i think i am okay uh now i'm going to ask a few more questions i asked all my guests would you like the 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 masters to come in and answer these or would you just like to answer I think we'll all answer them together. How's that? F sounds good. All right. So you could bring, uh, I'll ask the question and then somebody can come in if they like. All right. um, my first question is, what is your definition of living a fulfilled life? Understanding what life is and feeling it in every essence of your body. Everything you look at is life. So enjoy it. Joy, love, have fun. What is your definition of God? In every single thing you look at, in every single moment you live, God is right here within you and all of everything. What is the ultimate purpose of life? To find your pur pure essence inside of you, to find that glory in you of absolute divine love and warmth. And my very final question is, do you have, uh, do the masters have any final words for our audience so you can come in one at a time and answer those that question or, or say their final words our final words to you alex and to everyone is that you are alive on this earth in the most beautiful time that you could ever live on this earth and to remember your memory of when it was like ultimate beauty to have a remembrance open up within your heart, within your cells, within every essence of your observation. Through that heart wisdom, you will remember what you were a long time ago. And that is the ultimate goal now, is to allow the earth to rise back up to what it was. So 
blessings go forth to you and thank you. Thank you so much. My, I really do appreciate what you're doing and I appreciate you. Thank you so much, everybody. We appreciate you so much. Blessings go forth to you, all of you. And you're back. I'm back. <laughs> I'm here, I'm not, and I am here and then I'm not most of the time. <laughs> So um, that was remarkable, Ruth. That was a really w wonderful session. And I hope this information does get out to people and they hear it. Uh, I think this episode will reach the people that it needs to reach and hopefully farther. Yes. Um, do you have, uh, where can people find out more about you, the book and, and the work that you're doing? Our website is www.wisdomoftheheartrc.com. Mm -hmm. You can also reach me by Ruth Love Life at yahoo.com. Our website has channelings, it has music, it has a whole pile of things. We will be either doing podcast or going out on some other platform very, very soon. So if anybody would like to sign up, we would notify everyone. And we were sending out newsletters right now to everyone. So things that the masters have to say, and feelings that Daniel and I have and new music that we have. So oh, that's amazing. And do you have any final messages for the audience? Well, Number one, Alex, I thank you. And like I had said to you before, I asked, you know, I, they told me a doorway was going to open and I never expected it to come around the corner like I found it. So I, I thank you for being there. And my last words to everybody is be happy. Um, start breathing and noticing the warmth in your heart. And that one word of love that you have over your head. It's, um, it is wonderful. And we are in for a great expansion. I am so happy. So thank you, Alex, very, very much. And thank you so much for the work that you've been doing all these years. And hopefully we can help you get the word out on this amazing message of the master. So I appreciate you, my dear. Thank you again. Appreciate you. Thank you, Alex. I want to thank Ruth and the Ascended Masters for their profound knowledge that they've shared with us today. If you want to get links to anything we spoke about in this episode, head over to the show notes at nextlevelsoul.com forward slash 252. And if you've only been listening to this over podcast and you want to watch these amazing conversations, please subscribe to our YouTube channel at nextlevelsoul.com forward slash YouTube. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, trust the journey. It is here to teach you. I'll talk to you soon.